Joining us here on the Full Court Press, and it's our honor and pleasure to have him. We appreciate his time, especially on an off week. Head, or I guess uh, head associate coach, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, Austin Hansen of the Utah State Aggies men's basketball team joins us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, thanks for your time. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you've been through some uh, conference tournaments of your own. Where does this uh, Thursday through Saturday spree stand in uh, your uh, memory? Uh, it was, you know, it was a pretty exciting one, uh, just with how the games played out. You know, we had some close games in in all three matchups, and needed some guys to make some plays at the end, and and uh, that always makes it exciting. Hey, coach, uh, something that us fans and and sportscasters hear all the time is the difficulty when you play a team twice of how difficult it is to be that team if you sweep the series to try and win the third one. Being on the side of Utah State, is there anything you can point to that was the difference in? Coming up short against San Diego State the first two times, but getting the win ultimately and probably the most important one. You know, I, I just think the the way we competed the the you know the two previous times. You know, I think coming out of both those games, you know, we felt like we had opportunities um, to win those two games and and just didn't get it done. And and felt like if we had another shot at them, that we could make some adjustments and and put ourselves in a in a spot to. Um, to be, you know, to, to, to have a chance to beat those guys. And, and fortunately, it played out like that. Are you surprised by what Wyoming was able to do against you guys? No, you know, Wyoming was a team with a, you know, a bunch of young guys that, that play hard and compete. And, you know, when you get into tournament situation, it's a, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a one game deal, you know? And so the fact that we had beaten them twice during the, during the regular season really didn't matter. You know, all they knew is, is they had to beat us once and, and they were going to come out and play as hard as they could. And, um, you know, those guys do a really good job. They're, they're a defensive minded team and, um, you know, offensively their motion was really good that night. I mean, they, they were really active. I thought they really shared it, um, and played the way they needed to, 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 to try to beat us. And, um, you know, that was, that was a difficult thing for, for our guys, you know, we're a preparation team and, and, um, you know, they kind of play with a little bit more freedom that they, than they had in the past. And, um, and they just did a really good job of, of sharing the basketball that night. Coach, you've won back to back, uh, Mountain West tournament championships. Now, was there something you saw, uh, in having success last year that made it easier to do this year, or was it just as much a challenge to run the gauntlet? You know, I, I think it was just as big of a challenge, you know, coming in as, as a, as a two seed and, and being a, a team that has expectations to win it, you know, each team that you're going up against until you get to the championship game and play the one seed, you know, they have nothing to lose. And so, um, they're going to come out and play loose and, and play with a lot of freedom. And, and I think you saw that from the, the first two teams. Austin Hansen uh, of the Utah State Aggies men's basketball coaching staff joining us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, the turnaround from the Wyoming game to San Diego State. Sam Morello talked about how he didn't even get to go to bed until about 2.15 a.m. I'm not sure what, I mean, what time you got a chance to go, if you even got a chance to sleep that night. Can you talk about how tough that turnaround is to go from a late-night game to a mid-afternoon game for a championship? It, it was. It was really tough. And I think any time you get into a tournament um, setting where you've got back-to-back games like that, and especially for us having three games in a row, it's, it's really tough. And playing in the night game and and uh, Friday night's game um, was especially tough just because of the, the late start time, the 8.30 start time. You know, we didn't get out of there till 
um, you know, around 11.30, 11.45. And I don't think we got back to the to the hotel until, you know, 12, 12.15. And, and we wanted to do some uh, walk through a little bit with the guys just to just to kind of put some things in their head overnight and, and have them ready for the morning. We, you know, we tried not to keep them up too late and, and go through too much. But um, our team is really good with information. And, and so we did. We, you know, we got back to the hotel and went over a couple of things and, and it was a quick night. That's for sure. <laughs> Coach, can you talk to what the difference is in the mentality and preparation? Because normally, you know, in the regular season, you have two games a week, but then it's got to be that much tougher when you got three games back to back to back. What is the difference, and how does having a veteran team make that easier, knowing that you got to really focus on the details because you don't have time to get deep into the the scouting report for your the team you're playing the next day? Yeah, I mean, we're fortunate to have an experienced team and and uh, a team with really good leadership, um, a team that's committed to, um, um, you know, uh, executing what we're asking them to do, especially on the defensive end. And so, you know, when we went into uh, film sessions with the guys, you know, everybody was locked in, and it started from the top with our, our seniors, and those guys knew how important. Um, those sessions were and, and, and how important it would be to, uh, to us going out and winning the next day. And so, um, you know, to have those guys, uh, locked in and, and have the leadership from, from our seniors down to our younger guys, uh, was, was key for us. And so we, we give them a lot of information and, you know, to have Sam and Abel and, and Diogo, again, being older guys that, you know, they, <clears throat> once we start going over stuff, um, you know, their, their uh, recall on the, on the stuff was, was pretty quick and, and it was pr- pretty familiar to them. And so it was a lot easier um, to go through stuff just with, with those guys being able to, to process that information and, and help our younger guys with it. What's the uh, status on Sean Bear still? Uh, I think he'll be fine. Uh, I think he was meeting with uh, with the trainers and and going over that stuff today, but I hadn't heard yet on on what uh, the extent of it yet. So we we don't know if he'll be available yet for the NCAA tournament. Is that correct? I I don't yet. Okay. No. All right. Uh, let's get to the fun stuff here. Uh, Sam Merrill just was unconscious in those three games. I know you've seen a lot of basketball as your time as a coach. You ever seen anything like that? That was uh, that was a heck of a performance. You know, that's one of those uh, one of those things you dream up as as a kid. You know, and and rarely do you get to to be on that stage and and have that opportunity in front of you. And for him to do it all three games was pretty incredible. You know, and and we needed it all three you go back and 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 think about the the first night against uh you know new mexico to to you know it was basically the same the same shot with about uh three or four minutes that put us up three and and then uh we had some other guys make some plays to to finish it out and then uh you know the next night against wyoming um get some some shots there in the second half to, to extend the lead a little bit and give us a little breathing room down the stretch and and then to finish it off um um, against San Diego State the the next night in the championship game to to uh, to clinch that berth to the NCAA tournament. I mean, it it doesn't get any better for for a kid like that. Was that a no go shot on the San Diego State one, or did you expect him to take a, that deep a three? Because I can tell you, as a fan, I was like, no, 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 yes, of course, that's what we needed to take. <laughs> 
you know, it, it didn't matter at that point. <laughs> you know, we just knew we were going to have the last, we felt like we were going to have the last shot. And, and obviously at that point, you want the ball in Sam's hands. Oh, definitely. Uh, he, he's the one guy that, um, you know, has consistently come up big for us. And, and you and you knew he was the one guy that wanted to take that shot. So, um, and, and obviously Sam has um, made his mark on on this league and, and at Utah State. And so uh, we didn't we didn't doubt, you know, how far out or, or where he took the shot and wherever he was going to take it. We were we were comfortable and, and confident in him making it. Did you guys discuss before that that you would not take a timeout if you were to get him out or get a rebound and just go? We really didn't. You know, we talked more about the, the defensive end and, and what we needed to do, and I think that was just kind of a gut thing with, with Coach when we got the stop and and uh, and kind of looked up there what what the time was on the clock, and, and it was in Sam's hands, and he just let him go to work. How sick did you get when you saw Malachi Flynn's uh, last shot go up in the air and it looked online? Well, you know, I, I have been in that situation actually a couple other times. Oh, really? Um, wh- where the shot, you know, the sh- where the shot was taken, I was directly in line with it. So I could see the line of the ball um, and, and it looked pretty good. And I've been uh, two other times in the same situation. I've seen that shot go in uh, and, and we've gotten beat. And so oh. uh Instantly, as the shot went up, and it as as it get you know as it <laughs> got closer rough. to the rim, it was right on line. I was like, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Not again!" <laughs> and uh, and I mean that thing was just I mean it's just long, just by a hair, you know. Um, and, and until it until it hit the ground and was out, you know. Um, like I said, I just had a, a sick feeling in my stomach when he let it go, and, and I watched the line of it. Coach, with the the Mountain West tournament being earlier this week, do you have a preference? especially since last year you won and this year you won, would you prefer to have the tournament next week and keep this kind of momentum you got going, or do you think having kind of the week and a half off to reset and heal up is better? Yeah, I think the, the time off will, um, you know, will help our guys. It will give us some, some much-needed rest at this point. Um, you always, you know, it's, it, it, it's always a balance of trying to figure out how much to go and, and how much rest to give them. But I think for us, I think it'll be good for us this week to, to have a couple days off. I'm sure you haven't, you haven't seen your, your guys a whole bunch yet, considering it's only Monday. But what's something or, or some things uh, you took away from the experience last year? Obviously, Mountain West tournament champs as well. Uh, but took away from the NCAA berth that you think will contribute or help the team this season, obviously going back-to-back tournaments. You know, I, I just think the, the the experience of being on the big stage like that. You know, there's so much that goes into the NCAA tournament, into March Madness, and you know, it, <clears throat> your first time out there on on that kind of a stage and in that setting, in that situation, it's hard to you know, it's it's kind of surreal for guys, you know, and it and it takes a while for everything to set in and and for you to get to a comfort level where you can just go out and play basketball. You know, all of the all of the outside uh, influences, you know, the 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 media requests, the the interviews, all that kind of stuff. It just kind of you know disrupts kind of your your daily routine, and 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 all that stuff is great. You know, the exposure and and being you know being able to do that kind of stuff is is great. But uh, you know, for a basketball player, it, it does it 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 
it kind of disrupts what you know their their daily routine and and how they get ready for a game and and how they mentally prepare. And so I think you know for us having the majority of guys back and and been through that experience before, I think it's going to help out this time. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna have an understanding of of what they need to do to pre- prepare themselves for the game. So speaking of schedules and routines, what is your schedule like this week with an off week after playing three grueling games in three days? Well, that's something we're still working on. You know, we're 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 going to take a couple of days off, obviously, and and I think that's uh, something as we we move forward here in the next couple of days, just trying to figure out, you know, how many days we want to go consecutively and and how many we want to take off. Do you as a coach? Do you guys pay attention? I know Craig Smith was asked about this during the broadcast. How much they pay attention to bracketology as a, as an assistant coach? Do you maybe pay attention a little bit more? Keep your eye on it, especially with the team. Uh, you know, a big talking point was the Aggies being on the bubble for so much of the of the tournament. You know, for myself, um, I, I would say I didn't spend a whole lot of time with bracketology just because uh, I spent more time, you know, watching film and and uh, getting our guys ready and, and preparing for the next team and the next opponent. Um, you know, that probably falls a little bit more on maybe some of our administrative guys that that uh, that like to get uh, wrapped up in that stuff and, and know what's going on and, and know what uh, what seeds people are going to be and, and where they could go and all that stuff. So for myself, as, as an assistant that's down on the floor with guys, I, I'm, I'm more worried about that stuff and, and trying to help them get ready. How big was Alfonso Anderson in those final two games? He, he was great. You know, obviously the last game, um, you know, he hit those two big threes there in the second half to, uh, to, to give us a little spark. And, and his second one obviously cut it to one there and, and kind of got us going. And, and so he was, he was big for us that way. And, you know, defensively did a nice job for us, you know, just his versatility on that end of the floor really helps us out. And, and, you know, you, you look at all three games and, and, um, you know, we kind of had that third guy, third, third to, to fourth guy step forward each game, you know, the first game Diogo, uh, knocks down a, you know, a big three and, and he had a couple, um, uh, put back shots that, that maybe, you know, uh, don't get the recognition that his three late and with, with what a minute to go in that game, um, uh, people kind of remember that one, but he, but he had some other plays that he made. And then the next night, Brock Miller, you know, makes a couple shots for us in the second half that, uh, again, kind of helped us separate a little bit from Wyoming. And, and then Fonz makes a couple big threes against, uh, against San Diego State there in the second half. So it was nice to see that, you know, and then, and then Justin Bean was just kind of his, you know, himself there. Uh, through all three games, you know, just kind of picked up rebounds without you even noticing it. And then you look at the, the stat sheet and he's got uh, a couple double doubles there. So it, it, it was nice for us to have that third guy and, and fourth guy kind of step forward in key moments. Like I said, the second half when, when we needed some guys, when, when uh, Sam and Namish were, um, you know, getting a little bit more of the attention for those guys to, to step forward, make some shots that, that, uh, that's, that helped us big time. And it's going to help us moving forward here in the NCAA tournament. Coach, uh, I know we're a week out, or almost a week out from Selection Sunday. What is the what is the schedule? What is the process like for you once you once the brackets do come out and you know who your opponent is? Can you walk us through that? Because it's pretty quick turnaround, right? After finding out who you're going to play, getting ready, and traveling, and all that. It is. It is. It just depends on you know the game if we're playing on on Thursday or, or Friday. Um, you know, if we play on Thursday, we're probably taking Monday off and and going Tuesday and Wednesday. We like to take a couple days there. Um, before the game to, to 
to start preparing our guys for, for that opponent. And, uh, you know, if we play on Friday, uh, that changes things a little bit there. We, we probably have another day off in there somewhere. Not sure exactly where it is. Um, so, you know, our guys, we try to keep our guys in the, in the, the same routine we've had all year, you know, as a staff, we're, we're the ones probably scrambling a little bit because we're just trying to get caught up on film, right? You're probably playing somebody that you haven't seen, um, this year. And, and so, you know, we're just trying to watch as much film and, and get as much information on the team that we're playing. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to take that that uh that sunday night and and most likely have monday off and, and really try to you know figure out uh, as much as we can on our opponent is that something where maybe you look at some of the projections to kind of not necessarily go hard, deep into but to kind of maybe gather some possibles or do you just is that a waste of time and you just wait until they're finally released yeah <laughs> i think you can waste a lot of time uh looking at those projections and i'm not sure how you know uh, how many times that's right and so um, you know, we're probably better off just waiting to see exactly who we get. I, I'm not sure, you know, thinking about last year, if anybody had us playing Washington in any of the projections. <laughs> so, uh, you can, you can do a lot of work for yourself there that, that doesn't mean anything by, by doing that. So, uh, I know we'll probably wait until we know exactly who we're playing. Hey coach, I know we got to let you go here so you can get back to your, uh, your week, but I got I got final two questions for you. One, what has your time been like so far at Utah State? Have you enjoyed it, and if so, why? Uh, it's it has it's been great. You know the the people of of Cache Valley and and Utah State have been awesome. The support that we get, um, you know, at, at you know our home games is unbelievable. You know the herd has been awesome. Um, to to walk out there and play in front of you know nine and ten thousand people is is what you want. You know you 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 bust your tail during the week Monday through. Um, Wednesday or, or Thursday and, and then go out on Friday and Saturday and, and to be able to go out and compete on that stage and, and for our guys to see that that's, that's been awesome. And, you know, to go down to, uh, to Las Vegas and, and play, you know, three games and have, you know, a great crowd for all three of them and for them to show up in the championship game was, was huge. And then, you know, we get back here at, at, uh, what was it? three o'clock in the morning and, and we got a bunch of fans out there waiting for us and cheering us on. That's, you know, that's what it's all about. So um, it, it's been fun. Our, our guys have had, you know, a great experience here the last couple of years and, and that's made because of uh, the people that are associated with us. So it's been a, it's been an unbelievable experience so far in these first two years. Most important question, how did you celebrate or did you wait till like you got home? Cause I'm sure you were exhausted. I mean, what, how did we do it? Like bottle of champagne or what, what was the, what was the drill? <laughs> Sleeping in. <laughs> sleeping in but on, on Sunday we had a couple uh couple late nights there on on uh Thursday and Friday so we slept in on Sunday and and got up and and uh had the game on on DVR so we got a chance to watch it it's always fun to go back and and watch the TV version of it and 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 kind of relive it that way so uh the last couple of days have been fun and and next Sunday will be uh will be a great time also Hey, do you notice anything when you watch those games? Like, did anything else stand out to you that you're like, huh, I had no idea that was like, I mean, that became a big part of the game? Not, you know, not really. Uh, I think when you, you're, you're kind of always in coach mode. Yeah. So it, it's tough to, uh, it's tough to move into that, that fan mode. Um, when you're doing that stuff, you're, you're kind of always looking for, uh, some, some things that you, you know, you did well or you didn't do well schematically that way. So, um, but it's you know it's it it's fun to go back and 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 just watch it every once in a while too. 
Hey, well, Coach, thank you so much for your time. I uh, greatly appreciate you. Enjoy the week off, and we'll see you next Sunday for Selection Sunday. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, thanks, thanks, Coach. coach.